Hey y'all, just trying to behave with Jess and Ave. You behaving? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what about you? Nah. Nah. Nah, nah I'm nah, just going to nah. quit trying. Yeah, we're going to have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> we ain't trying to behave we ain't trying with Jess and Ave. It's going to be like 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we're really not behaving with this week's topic. Yeah, because their rules is crazy. It's, yeah. Tell us what our topic is. Are oh. we going to do that? Yeah, I guess okay. I'll go ahead and introduce the topic. So, how to destroy America. <laughs> Via the vehicle of dun, 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 Marxism. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to explain what it is because you know. So, here's the thing. When I was looking at it, I... I knew what it is, but I didn't know what it was called. Well, see, that's... You know, you kind of know yeah. what's happening, but you don't know a name to call everything. So. Right. That's kind of how it's designed, is as soon as you start talking about it, then you have some snooty college professor. No, that's not what it is. Oh, my gosh. I've been listening to Marxist podcasts for the past week. And you made it through without indoctrination. Good for you. I just kept getting more and more radicalized as a conservative. I was like, oh my gosh. I hate people. these people so much. I mean, I don't hate them, but I hate their ideology. I have a worldly anger. Or uh, it's a just, righteous anger. I'm not like, a worldly anger. Like, as soon as they'd be like, well, the reason it hasn't worked is because it hasn't been tried the right way. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like. Right when you start criticizing it, they'll be like, well, that's not what it is. It, like, changes, you know. That must be nice to just get to change yeah. definitions. I mean, we keep seeing that. Recession. Right. Um, right. They, what else do they change? All that stuff. Changing the term, terminology and stuff. All Man, that's because woman. of, like, the socialist Mar Marxism. That's what's underlying that. So, anyways, we'll get into that. But first, I'll tell you. Just a really fast fact check. A fast fact. Ooh, fast fact check. Fast facts. So, um, this one isn't even on my list anymore because it's so it's old. But um, what, remember back when Elon was first going to buy Twitter? Mm -hmm. And so he had started putting out on Twitter, like, um, I'm going to buy Twitter and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Well, somebody had made a meme of him as a joke saying... I'm going, my next thing I'm going to buy is Facebook and then I'm going to delete it. <laughs> I think so that's all that. I posted that mm -hmm. and they fact checked me on it. Oh my God. It's totally a joke. Like Elon never said that, but it's hilarious because it would, that would be like my greatest joy in my life if Elon would buy Facebook and then delete it. That'd Anybody. So... It doesn't even have to be Elon. No, but I mean, he was the one buying stuff. Right. So that's why they said it. Right. It was just a joke. So anyways, they were like, this is not actually true. And then they buried me for another 90 days. They're because just looking I made for a, a reason. They're just looking for a reason at this point. Which, like we talked about last week, comedy's dead. Yeah. It's and that's just another example of how comedy's dead. Don't make a joke. R.I.P. The unforgivable sin is to make a joke about horrible stuff. That's actually the funny stuff. Yeah. You know what? We should make a whole episode of like 
shenanigans and jokes to pull when you get interred in a FEMA camp. We should do that. Be a hilarious. FEMA camp survival guide. Yeah, FEMA camp survival. How to stay sane in the FEMA camp. Like with sarcasm. With sarcasm. Like I'm just planning on witnessing to everyone. Have you learned about <laughs> Jesus Christ? And <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, like on uh, Kim's convenience where they they're trying yeah. to pretend like Jesus. Yeah. Can we talk to you about Jesus? <laughs> Have you heard about Jesus? The Jesus. The Jesus. I love that. Episode. Just witness to them, and they're Great like, show oh. if you want, if you yeah. have Netflix it's still. It's a pretty funny show. Yeah. Kim Convenience. There's very few and far between shows that Canadian, are. Canadian, which is fun. ironic. Maybe they're allowed to. I don't know what they're allowed to do up there, but not much. Well, the first couple seasons were good, and then it yeah, got a little wokey at work. Well, you know, they got to make everybody gay or everything woke turns about to... color or something. You know. Yeah. yeah, it turns to poop. Turns to poo. <laughs> so um, who can take a hike well he probably could hike forever and ever you know why because he's actually a robot he's a reptilian robot so mark zuckerberg can take a hike oh suck of oh zucky sucky zucky sucky zucky um he was on joe rogan this past week and he was talking about the censoring of the uh hunter Biden laptop the first time during the election during the election 2020 and um he said that the reason that they censored it they didn't they didn't just straight delete stuff like twitter did but they censored highly censored it and throttled it so that it didn't appear when people posted stuff yeah. about it because the like F- how they do to me personally they were doing to they everything do to about the post that about, subject yeah. Where they bury it in the If feet. you talked about a Hunter Biden laptop, you know, unless you directly sent it to someone, people didn't see it. Right. Um, they were doing that because the FBI came <laughs> to them and asked them to do that. Which is indirect treasonous violation of the First Amendment. Dun, the government dun, dun. is tampering with our freedom of speech. The government. Surprise, surprise. <gasps> the FBI, you say? Remember what the ones that literally raided for no reason at all just because they wanted to intimidate yes. Trump, which right. I feel like he's past that point. Like, y'all are still playing <laughs> those little tiny games. Like, y'all are C-team football. He's, like, in the NFL. Yeah. Which <laughs> is ridiculous because he really is not worried about y'all. Y'all don't think he has lawyers that could literally bury the entire FBI? I know. He could. He should. How do we dismantle it? Um, I, I think mean, JFK yeah. tried. <laughs> <laughs> he tried with that and he was against the Federal Reserve and that's literally all it took. That's all it took. And you know what happened to him? Did you see that meme I posted Three shots today? From, from three different directions <laughs> or whatever. They all combined into one. Into one hole. <laughs> with their powers combined, they took down a president. Did you see that meme? This like is Captain like Captain Planet with the like, ring. Yeah, right. Um, is like the Titanic. Like the, this is another joke meme, but they were saying uh, a, a replica of the Titanic is scheduled to do the same voyage that the Titanic was gonna do. They're gonna do it like in honor of the Titanic, mm-hmm. and then at the bottom it said, "And this time it should be okay because we already have a centralized bank." <laughs> That'll be something we need to talk about too is the weird stuff that went along with 
the Titanic. The Titanic. Was it the Titanic? Or was it the Olympic? The Olympic. Olympic yeah. or whatever Olympia. it was. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Anyway. <sighs> that's another Look topic. into that if you ain't never heard of that before. That's yeah. a good, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. So, anyway. Mark that's, Zuckerberg. That was a 9-11 before 9-11. It sure was. Well, when you have people bailing out, the only person not against the, yeah. for the centralized bank, and he's like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> and doesn't board oh, the I, ship and yeah. then it sinks. It's like, okay. Yeah. JP Morgan yeah. Chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Mark Zucky. Oh, I could say something real mean, but I'm not going to. That rhymes with Zuckerberg. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah this you is can, a kid show kid friendly family friendly show christian friendly <laughs> um mark zuckerberg take a hike zucky can take a hikey that didn't rhyme hikey um yeah okay anyway so you want to you want to explain to us a little bit about marxism and what it is and yeah is sure <laughs> so what I think is funny is, like I said, I've been listening to all these little snooty, snotty, uh, political leftist Marxists all week. <laughs> is your brain not melted? <laughs> yeah. Well, my thing is, like, I know I'm going to, if you're one of those snotty profess- professorial types and you're like, oh, Jessica is just, bless her heart a simpleton and she's a christian she doesn't understand the finer points of marxism well guess what when i'm listening to these marxists talk i'm like you don't know the first thing about christianity yeah like if you can just make a blanket statement about christianity being evil and you don't let anybody else contest it then i can do the same thing about marxism so here it goes because you know why we have freedom of speech because this is a little bit anyway this Unless is Jess and Ave. Hunter so, Biden right. laptop. <laughs> so if if this comes off as opinion, like look it up, but also understand that Marxists have their opinions, and honestly, the entire philosophy of Marxism is an opinion. It's not founded on any actual fact. Yeah, it's like science. It's, it's like a, Marxism is kind of okay. So I guess it's starting, a theory. Yeah, it's a theory, but it kind of was started. Uh, the, the, the thought of it was actually kind of put out there by Tom, Sir Thomas More. He wrote this book called Utopia back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so Karl Marx was kind of during the whole like, like the Bolshevik revolution and all that. And like, so what he was seeing is back in the day, humanity was kind of the governmental system was like kingdoms or tribes. So you either had like a clan leader or king telling you what to do and then later on we kind of developed into there was a king of the kingdom but then there were lords that were in charge of like the land Mm -hmm. and then they would hire serfs so they call that um feudalism so you were kind of living there to work for your lord on the land The, the lord let you live there but in return you worked for him and you worked the land and you either did industry or you were a farmer or whatever. You paid land. a percentage or whatever. Well, he let war. you live there. Yeah. And then then he would gain the benefits. Uh, he would kind of take care of you. I mean, and this kind of continued all the way through. Like, that's what um, Downton Abbey was kind of like the last oh. vestige of sort of that feudalistic. What where, year was that? 18, end of the 1800s or something? Yeah. I mean, into the 1900s. But, you know, like Downton Abbey, if you watch that show, you can see like 
that's kind of the era when it was completely phased out, supposedly, at least in Western culture. So like you're living there at the behest of the, the or at the, um, the, by the graces of the Lord. And then he kind of takes care and of And it was you. like a family thing too. Like your dad yeah. worked for him and then you worked for him. And yeah. So anyways, there's like lots of movements for economy throughout history, but capitalism started as kind of a result of like this, I mean, America so with having like a free, right? yeah, industrial revolution came into play. And so basically here's the thing. Capitalism is not a socioeconomic theory. It's just an economic way of doing things, which means that all it really is, is the owner of the company owns it and the government doesn't own it. That's all capitalism is. And they just pay taxes. Is you own your own company. It's the private private ownership of... Privatization yeah, of your industry. Of companies. That you use. Okay. So, like, what... Marxism kind of arose as, like, a critique of capitalism because he viewed capitalism as devolving into greed and avarice and, like, stepping on the little guy. Okay. Which is a misunderstanding of capitalism because, yeah, that would be the case if there was only one company you could ever work for. Which is what they've done. Well, that's by buying by up buying, all the... And that's crony capitalism, which is something different, you know? And that arises actually when you start incorporating Marxist and socialist beliefs into your... Right. Anyways, that's which another... Which capitalism, it, it, never, it wasn't designed to be national to me. It... When I think of capitalism, I think initially it was designed for your community. You know, well, one I mean, person owned a company. But it can be international as well because you're like dealing with companies that are owned by, by private entities. That's all that means. So like, but what, what Marxism seems to completely ignore is the fact that capitalism actually creates competition. Yeah, right. And it's a healthy competition because you cannot just, you set your price for what you believe people are willing to pay for your item, but this guy over here can undersell you. And so you either have to point out the, the fact that he is using cheaper products and yours is a, a higher quality and that's why you're standing by that mm -hmm. price. Or you need to like become lower. more marketable yeah. and lower your price. It's better like, for the consumer. It's better for the consumer. Whereas like with communism and, um, like I noticed this the first time I went to England because here in America, you know, like back in the day when people used to buy books. So you'd have like right. Barnes and Noble and like Borders and all these different books. So, you know, a new book is coming out. You'd go to like Barnes and Noble and you see the price there and you're like, hmm, I wonder if Borders has it cheaper. So then you'll go to Borders and see. So I was looking for the um, British versions of Harry Potter because I was wanting oh. to collect them. And I, we went to one bookstore and I saw the price and I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could find it cheaper. You can't find it cheaper because in England they have like a socialist way of setting the price. So they, they don't, don't have, have car, uh, competition right. with prices. So if this store over here has the book for 20 bucks, every store has it for 20 bucks. Which... Then you have people like me who's like, I'm already at the store. I'll just pay this price. I know, I'm but I, to... I like to shop around. I'm a, I'm a capitalist consumer. You like, like that. <laughs> you like the searching, I like though, to shop something. around. Well, but see, like, that's the thing, though, is once you set that price, then, um, then everyone just has to pay that. 
Right. So it sounds good at first because it's like, oh, we're just going to have one set price. It's fair, and but it's no, not fair. Yeah, because then they can just, everyone can just raise the price. Right. You know? So, yeah, that's what Marxism kind of so like ignores. So can you explain a little bit the so, difference yeah, between um, Marxism and communism? So, well, I'm getting there. So Marxism okay. is actually like the precursor. So what happens is Marxism is the playbook and when countries try to um, adopt it, it will create a, a situation called socialism. And then that devolves into communism, which then always devolves into dictatorship. So it's a step process. It's a step-by-step -step process. And um, so anyways, Marxism basically arose as a critique of capitalism, but the, and so, Across the board, what I've gotten every Marxist to agree to, because they'll all say different things sometimes, just to keep it more and more confusing for, you know, I'm the little person and I don't know what, so they'll try to make it confusing. Mm -hmm. But it's basically a materialistic view that only materialism matters because that's all we can see and observe. And that all people relate via class and power struggles. So everything, every system in a family, in a government, in a community or whatever, it's all about what class you are. And if you're at a lower class, you, you are struggling more than the people above you. It and set, so, sets expectations. Yeah, you. so you're just constantly in a struggle. So Who right, wants to focus on the struggle all the time? Well, that's because you, you're like, you're so I mean, entitled and resentful and jealous. That, I guess that I mean that's the thing is like um, but as Christians you're not supposed to worry about right you're not supposed to worry about people's. stuff like that yeah. which is um like Marxist uh, so you can't be a Christian and believe in this let's just set that straight right. well and here's the thing is too well you can't be a Christian and be a Marxist because of the material materialism aspect right. because Christians don't believe in the material we believe that this world has an end and that this world is a result of the fall and this like it's after you die that um you're with god or whatever in a in a more like perfect situation so like we to be a materialist you can't be a christian and be a materialist or you can say you're a christian but you're not really a christian you need to read the bible but anyways so neither one is like a perfect system. And that's the thing is like, it's really easy to critique capitalism, but it's really easy to critique anything. It's always easy to critique and criticize. Right. But Marxism doesn't offer a viable solution um, because it doesn't understand the human, um, human nature. That like in Marx's opinion, capitalism was creating too much, um, too much stuff and he he thought that the, he he's like oh we're creating too much stuff and then it's um people are making too much money because they have too much stuff to sell you know and and i'm going okay well it's your opinion though that that's bad that's not right you're saying that's bad but that's your opinion right someone else might think that's really good right you know anyways well like, in my opinion there are too many choices <laughs> right <laughs> That's why I shop at Aldi. So I'm a little bit communist. <laughs> no. So yeah, anyways. Um, There's so, too many bad choices and none of good choices. Everything's crap. Well, yeah. So um, capitalism is, and you have to be honest, capitalism is motivated by ambition. 
But ambition isn't necessarily good or bad. Like you can be greedy and ambitious, or you could just be goal oriented. Like the Bible says, without a vision, my people perish. Oh, God is yeah. like, you can be goal oriented because whatever thing that you're creating here on earth might be helpful to other people. But he people. also talks about the love of money as the root of all evil. Right. So if you're being, if you're being ambitious and greedy and opportunistic, then yeah, that's bad. But Marxism is only motivated by jealousy. Like because other people have these what people you don't have. have what I think I should have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, here's my thing about capitalism is like, you can be lazy in a capitalist, but you really won't get anywhere as that. that. But Marxism kind of appeals to the lazy. Because you think you're entitled to everything. Right. So like, people will say, well, Marxists aren't lazy. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, let's talk about Who's more willing to work, a capitalist or a communist? There's your answer, you know? Right. And God, well, we'll get to a verse later, but yeah. God says, if you don't work, you shouldn't eat. Yep. Yeah. So anyways. Which is, a lot of people, we were talking about, a lot of people think that's mean. Right. But that's just the standard principle and moral structure that you should live by as a Christian. God, God doesn't want you to be lazy. He doesn't lazy. want you to be lazy. Because, because laziness leads to depression. It leads to all kinds. Yeah, it leads down a bad road. Mm -hmm. And when you're industrious and you work. And not only is it bad for you, but you being lazy can be bad for other people too. Because right. you have something to offer people. Right. And if you're lazy, you're not doing what God wants you to do and maybe exactly. what you were called to do to serve the kingdom which i know a marxist would say yeah but that you're misunderstanding marxism because marxism encourages industriousness too for the good of the whole and the whole but it's like yeah but once you have put everyone into the same compartment there's no motivation to do a good job you know right well so we're going to break down some of the main a yeah. lot of the main keys of marxism and we'll explain why it's bad right. to get on these things or be a part of how they're things. motivating current establishment laziness and, and not you know yeah. trying to be but, prosperous so like ultimately though capitalism is not a belief system it's just a system of economics meaning that the owner of the company owns the company and so you could be a greedy self-serving luciferian capitalist I feel like the people who don't want that, they don't own anything. Like being a business owner, yeah. I don't want to give that to someone else. Right. Like it's, I've been blessed with it and yeah. it belongs to me and God. Right. You know, but like if you, but you will have, own nothing. You will but if you have someone who works for a big corporation, yeah. I don't know, like Walmart or something like that, mm -hmm. they don't think people should own stuff because right. they're treated badly. Well, and because that's the they thing. Work for, you know, so it's like you that's have the to... thing in like a communist state. If you are in a job you don't like, sorry, you yeah, just got to stay just, there. You have to stay there. That's why capitalism is like if you don't like the job you've got, you can find another job. It's not going to be easy <laughs> to you find don't just another get job. A job by the government. That's what they want. Is like I don't like this job. I should be able to get another job. Well, well you can, but, but you're going to have to work. And to they want it. everyone to be educated so that they can assign you your job. Right. It creates a class system. Right. If people are educated or not educated or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, they can put all the people who are uneducated in these jobs that no one wants to do, like 
picking trash up or, Mm -hmm. you know, working at the sewage plant or things like that, you know, fast food, whatever. And then people with education will get the jobs where you just sit in front of a desk. Well, I know. And that's like, I was all, I was dirt poor. Like my family, we qualified for welfare, but my parents were too proud to get on it. They're like, no, we're going to work and we're never getting out of welfare. We're going to just, we're just going to like live within our means. So they understood. Right. So, but I mean, like, I always knew if I wanted to get a job that I wanted, and it's been really hard for me to find work my entire working life. You have an education. Yeah. So, I mean, anyways, but you can also be a Christian and a capitalist. It just means that either you own your company or you work for someone who owns their company. So it's not, but like Marxism is a belief system because you have to believe that materialism is the ultimate reality definer of your and worth. that everything is a struggle and that everyone's trying to either keep you down and that you have to constantly be tearing down the current system and tearing down the current system and tearing down the current system until you achieve utopia because it's based on an evolutionary like they say it's scientific but evolution is a theory but um so it's based in evolution you know that you're eventually going to achieve utopia so anyways marxism always sounds good on paper especially to people that hate their dad (laughs) like did you ever see that meme no have you ever seen that meme where it's like you don't hate capitalism you hate your father (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you want another daddy yeah you know well it's like it just means like you found some like really inspirational professor at college that told you things you never heard before Mm -hmm. and you think oh this person's so smart you may love your dad but you don't think he's as smart as your professor that's i mean it's an over simplification but it's hilarious because it's pretty much true so anyways um so yeah but marxist philosophy is uh intrinsically destructive to society because it's based on materialism and it manifests at as discontent resentment and narcissism which also perpetuates this perpetual victimhood of certain classes that constantly feel like they're victims and like you know especially like skin color or like socioeconomic status or gender now yeah like i have white friends who are constant perpetual victims you know it's like mm-hmm. oh everyone owes me something and blah blah well, blah when you said narcissism it made me think about oh, narcissism the, yeah the um development of social media yeah it's this, right it's been used as a tool to make everyone a narcissist because you're posting about your life and pictures of you and what you're doing and how this using it to work and how it can benefit you and it you know it and like how come really makes you only think about yourself right and then like how many likes did i get on that yeah how many likes or comments oh my gosh i only got 10 i'm gonna blow my brains out later right or or i made this much money from this post yeah you know or whatever so it's kind of like because i did it you know what i love is listening to all these little marxist lefties antifa soy boys talk about marxism (laughs) and then they're like follow me on blah 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 i know and please give to my patreon and it's like why should i what are you a capitalist why should i give you money for your yeah that's the opposite of what you're saying that you they're like we put in effort on something and we don't want to do this other thing so give us money because we deserve it sorry that i don't find your content helpful well it's the easiest (laughs) thing in the world to just like Meanwhile, to a, my, <laughs> Avery and I are literally doing this, and we're like, 
I don't want to get paid. I don't. People are like, I you have should monetize. Job. Y'all should monetize and have ads. I'm like, no, that's literally the worst thing in the that's world. That's the thing I, I hate about. <laughs> because then people can try to tell me what I can and oh, can't say. See, I will not be bought. I'm a Thank capitalist. You. I own this podcast I with Avery. This, right. We own it together. And I own my own thoughts. Yeah, All right. I, I won't be bought out. So, Marxism has infiltrated, and a lot of times Americans especially think, oh, socialism's something that's going to happen if we don't stop. Or blah, blah. No, sorry, y'all. Socialism's here. It's alive and well. Open and here, your eyes. Here are some of the ways it has infiltrated our American society. Take it away, Avery. Okay, so one of the biggest ways, I think, to help, because it's about financial structure, yeah. really, a lot of this stuff with Marxism. So if they can get people out of the workplace mm-hmm. and give them money, mm-hmm. that's how that they control the class system. Mm-hmm. So welfare, yeah, food stamps, unemployment, um, I- any kind of, you know, stuff that the government gives you for free because you're down and out or whatever and so the definition of welfare just so we can know what we're talking about government support government support intended to ensure members of society can have basic human needs so originally basic human needs is food housing and um healthcare. it wasn't health care oh. before but it's like food housing and um maybe that was the only the first but now it's developed into healthcare. it's developed into um schooling like education it's developed into all this so it's not education is not a basic necessity right let's be real you you can get a job without any education yeah so you can make money without doing that you don't have to have health care as a basic necessity no one is entitled to be able to um, be, t- I don't think so. Well, th- like what this brings up is that this flies in the face of the constitution. Right. Because they, and they'll, they'll word it like these are basic human needs. Well, the constitution secures our rights. Right. Government really can only secure your rights. Yeah. It's up to you to secure your needs. Right. So like, what are your rights? The rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm, right. You you should be free to pursue those things. Mm-hmm. But as but far you don't as have food an entitlement. Housing, yeah. It's like, yeah, you need those things to survive. So how about getting a job and getting that yeah, stuff? You, you have know? the right to pursue a job. Yeah, you have the right <laughs> to pursue a job. But see, they're trying to make it into a welfare state, yeah. right? Where everyone gets free health care, free education, free food, free housing, mm-hmm. because they can determine the class system that way. I always like when Diamond and Silk, <laughs> when they talk about like welfare and the welfare system, they're like, the problem with welfare system that they see is that it's just throwing little crumbs at you. Mm-hmm. And like they're like, I don't want little crumbs for free. I want to get it myself. Because I know better what I want and how I can live. And have a whole state. I'd rather have <laughs> you take away those restrictions mm-hmm. to where I can get that stuff on my own. So you have, like Jess was saying, you have the right to pursue health care. Right. You have the right to pursue and housing. And you can shop around for the best one right. that you need. And it is a basic need, mm-hmm. but you also 
have the right to work to get that your basic needs. Right. It's not it's not the government's job to take care of you. No. Is really But people think it is. But because the it, that way they system, can buy votes. Is right. what it comes down right. to. And the welfare system was created to take care of yeah, you. Yeah. Right. So um uh President Franklin D. Roosevelt enacted the Social Security Act in nineteen thirty five. That was then amended in 1939 to include various types of aid for different groups. So based on your socioeconomic, why do I have trouble with words? Socioeconomic (laughs) status, your race, your gender, Mm -hmm. your if you you know have kids or whatever. In 1996, President Bill Clinton signed the Personal Responsibility and Work Opportunity and Reconciliation Act. That gives lump sums of federal federal money to states that adhere to certain criteria to ensure that they're being encouraged to go to work, go from welfare to work. Mm-hmm. So the government was giving states money to put people on this system, mm-hmm. but they initially made it where you have to prove that you're trying to get off of it. Right. Kind of like... Um, um, uh, when you lose your job. Employment. Um, unemployment. Unemployment, yeah. So I know that the welfare kind of started as a result of the depression. Right. And, but see, that was also a cabal kind of thing is like drive everyone into the dirt and then be like, oh, we're going to bail you out. Does it feel familiar? Is it feeling familiar? These words are saying right now. (laughs) It's all part of like trying to dissolve the middle class Mm -hmm. and especially abolish the constitution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But being someone who was on unemployment at one point in time, I don't think you knew this. Did I ever tell you about that? I don't think so. So I lost my job and I was laid off and my boss was like, well, you've been paying unemployment, so we'll pay you unemployment. Mm -hmm. They approved me for it. I was on it for like four months or something like that because I had paid into it. I was like, I'm going to let it run its course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. when you, you have a certain money that you've paid into it that mm-hmm. allows you to, but the system was a joke. I was a person who was trying to get a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't want to be unemployed. Um, but you had to fill out a paper and turn it in once a week where you had to have like five or six jobs. Like you went to a job and they right. had to sign off you saying that interview. you filled out an application. Yeah, yeah. Which, maybe I didn't do it for that long. Maybe it was only like a month. Because I don't remember doing that very much. So, because I found a job. Yeah. But there are systems that you can take advantage of Mm -hmm. that you have paid into. Yeah. So, like, Social Security. Right. I believe you should take advantage of it when you get of age because you paid into it. Right. I think unemployment you should take advantage of. We probably won't get to see our Social Security. Oh, no. We'll never get it. Because it's paying for my parents. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not my money it's that they're saving. Because they're know. sending trillions of dollars over there to Ukraine. <laughs> like, when boomers are like, oh, my social security is so low. I'm like, you get social you security, get I pay okay? not into nothing. <laughs> I'm You're not welcome, boomers. That money. You think that we're trying to live off the system? What's that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, they paid it. They did so pay did we, it. And so we're never going to see it. Yeah. Which... I would rather just pay my own way and not have to worry about the government. Yeah, I'm I'd not rather just, rely on them. Well, that's why you should invest. Diversify. Yeah, diversify. Your, and have I have a things. really good financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I could refer you to <laughs> It's my husband. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah right. It's her husband. Yeah. It's fine. 
Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, wait, so, you can talk about the next one because you actually have Well, this. this is just kind of like another step in the whole, there's a lot of this like free money from the government pro programs and stuff, but one that's kind of current, uh, in a current event is this whole like student loan debt forgiveness, mm -hmm. which I personally have a personal beef with because I grew up poor as dirt and um, my parents struggled and, and sacrificed to put us through private like parochial church school mm -hmm. and it was like college prep school and but it was up to us if we wanted to go to college we had to pay it and I paid every dime of you my hustled. student like you went to another country well that was after oh but okay. yeah but like um but yeah so I mean I got student loans and I did uh get scholarships but they were all like merit-based it was on my grades and like I got a vocal scholarship Oh, cool. And, like, I just had to, like, sing for certain mm -hmm. stuff that they had at the college or whatever. Oh. I just had to, and I had to take voice lessons while I was there. But I got money for these things mm -hmm. because I worked for them. And then I worked and worked and worked to pay my student loan debt off. And now... How long did it take you after you graduated? Um, maybe, like, I worked my butt off to pay it off. Like I didn't do stuff because I was trying to pay it off, mm -hmm. but, um, I paid it off in like 10 years. What? 10 years? Yeah. Which I also was like, I did this like work. Um, what is it? So I was on this singing ensemble uh -huh. and that paid for an entire two year of tuition, but I had to like, I had to, anytime they wanted, we, the singing ensemble would go around and like promote the college. Mm -hmm. So I had to, I had to make sure that all my homework was done ahead of time in case we had to like leave that weekend oh. to go and do the school. Like, so that was part of that. So, but yeah, like anyways, this whole 10 years like, is a long time. I feel like kids these days though, there's so many other scholarships out there yeah. for just like, all you have to do is fill out a paper. So this student loan forgiveness, I'm just like, I actually could have used that, but did you see that meme too, where it's like people realize that their student loan debt forgiveness has now become taxable income? I know. I did see that. <laughs> well, it should be. It should be because you, it's you're free money it. you got. Just yeah. like, you know, they get Trump gave us one free check <laughs> during COVID yeah. and, or maybe two. And the other ones were tax deductible or tax taxable. taxable yeah, income. Right. Yeah. So, there's nothing for free. There's no free lunch, people. So, like, I had to work my butt off to pay off my school, and now I have to work my butt off to pay y'all's school off. And that just isn't fair. It's not even fair. Like, Billy and I don't have kids. Right. It's not even fair for us to be paying for uh, public school. But our taxes our go to taxes pay for go, public right. school. It's the same for us. I mean, we I know. pay a percentage. I mean, that's just... Well, people don't complain them, about that anymore because and, it's like normal. Well, and the thing for me too is like, I feel like, so we're, we had a little issue with CRT, mm -hmm. you know, going on for half a second. The uh, school board and stuff shut that down real fast. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was thinking and I was talking to one of my clients is, a, is has to do with the school board and, um, they were telling me about how, what happened and stuff like that. And in my mind, I'm like, well, do I even have a say on this? But when we were just talking about it, I was like, I do. Cause I pay taxes. Right. 
I don't want you to think because you kid, don't have kids, you can't set. But, but I, I pay taxes pay for that towards that. Yeah, and also that's the future, right? Yeah, I mean you're you're teaching them nonsense. Yeah. I shared a video on Facebook this morning about this guy who was in like Times Square somewhere, and he was talking to probably twenty five and younger people, you mm-hmm. know, like teenagers and stuff, mm-hmm. and asking them how many states are there and. Of course, he edited it to only show you the people that don't know the answer. But everyone should know the answer. (laughs) If you live in... It is literally on the citizenship test, those kind of questions. What's the capital of the United States? What countries border the United States? Yeah. Um, How many states are there? Stuff like that is like basic knowledge. He was like, how many stars are on the American flag? And this woman was like, I don't know, 100, 200? Are you sick? Like, <laughs> how do you judge? And how are you alive? Asked, well, he asked how many pennies are in a dollar. Oh my god, that's money. You should at least know about money. You think? <laughs> He's like, what is a quarter plus two dimes? And the guy was like, sixty-five cent. He was so sure, sixty-five cent. And I'm like, do you never use money? Like, I guess they just scan their card and don't they think just about don't it. Know. They probably have a microchip. Just scanning their wrist eventually yeah. or whatever. So it's also, Marxism has especially come across in destruction of the nuclear family. So right. we can kind of talk about that. Okay. So um, it kind of goes back to welfare. Mm-hmm. You get money because you're a single mom or single dad or yeah. a low income, whatever family. So for the main thing for us is like it destroys the idea of God's marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what marriage is between a man and a woman mm-hmm. that you are one and you. Well, that's the foundation of society, Found, right? And, and a it, husband. That's and how wife. you procreate, and that's how mm-hmm. you know you grow the kingdom mm-hmm. of God and those kind of things. Right. And Adam was he needed a mate. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what God said. He should. It's not good for Adam to be alone. Right. So he made Eve, and not it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. People used to say that all the yeah. time. Also, this ideology that it takes a village to raise your children, mm-hmm. because they want you to give them ownership over your children. That's why they have to get certain vaccines, and that's why you will go to jail if your kids aren't in some kind of schooling. Right. And, because they want you to think that you can't raise your children mm-hmm. like you were designed to because God gave you that right. Right. Which, us not having kids, we can still have an opinion on it. We just don't have kids. So, <laughs> Well, uh, having children is a calling, you know? Right. It's not just Not everybody has kids. The Bible, yeah. I mean, yeah. Paul, right. you know, he didn't have kids. There's a lot of, there's good been many people in the Bible that never had kids. Right. And then there's this whole, like, this whole movement of saying that anytime a man stands for anything, he's being toxic. A mansplaining. Toxic masculinity. Which, I'll be honest, I've had, I've come across my own mansplaining. I mean, I grew up in an environment that was, when people talk about the patriarchy, I'm like, you guys don't even understand what the oh, patriarchy no. is. Like, I it. should be complaining about the patriarchy if you knew how I grew up. And I'm just going, that was just a bunch of men trying to do what they thought they were supposed to do, you know? Well, like, and I worked in a. I don't have to agree with them. 
Right. Well, and the thing it's about not a patriarchy it, unless I let them run my life. Well, the majority of the people that say this stuff, they have never even encountered it. It's the same yeah, thing with gun stuff. Right. Most of these people that talk about guns, they don't know anything. They've never. Do even you know where the gun. trigger's at? They've never yeah. even held a gun. They don't right. know what it is to how to get a gun. They don't know anything about it. Right. And they just think they can talk about it. Like I worked in a, I worked at a um, a tire shop, mm-hmm. and I was the only girl that worked there. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean like, it's a man. It's a man's. It's a world. man's world. And I would literally, there were so many client uh, customers who would not talk to me. Yeah, like I had worked there for years, and they still would not. They would say, "Hey, I want to talk to so and so. Hey, right. I want. Can I talk?" I'm like, "He's gonna literally tell you the same thing I just told you, but you can talk to him if you want to." And I know it's because I'm a woman, right? You know, they think that I don't know anything, and my boss would literally be like, "You need to go in there and talk to her," mm-hmm. because it's literally. You think I don't know about my job? <laughs> I, I do this. I actually care about my job. Right. You know, I wanted to do a good job regardless. Right. But, but to just... but to take like that view of like well I need to talk to a man, like and then apply that to everything masculine. It's like you need to learn how to compartmentalize. Right. Between someone actually being ignorant and this man actually cares about stuff. He has principles. He's not mm-hmm. toxic. Right. You know, a man who's like standing up for his rights and standing up for the rights of his family is not toxic. I'm sorry. A People that believe man... that. That a coup is being formed and that their country is being torn apart and they're showing up to protest it are not being toxic. Well, because they know that it affects the way that they get to raise their family. Right. And learn how to tell the difference. And don't just take a broad brush and paint it across. Now, there are some toxic men. Yeah, there are, but not all of them are. Most of them are in charge. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, okay. But if you if a man does something you don't want him to do, does not mean he's toxic. Have you seen that meme where it's um, Trudeau, Biden, and um, Boris Johnson, and it said like, if you're scared of what strong men can do, imagine what these weak men can do. Mm. I mean, they are right. they're destroying everything. Right. Well, but in having a strong constitution does not make you toxic toxic yeah but see women have been told this is the next point feminism Mm -hmm. women have been told that they don't need a man and that they're better than men and that they can do it all by themselves and that the only man they need is a man who submits to them which is the opposite of what the bible tells you to do right you're supposed to submit to each other god tells us to do the things that are the hardest for us to do Mm -hmm. it's harder for a woman to submit than a man it's a lot easier for men to go along with what a woman says it's like, well, let's just do this. Like, but it's up. But God says, like, I want the woman to submit. Yeah. And I want the man to love. It's a lot harder for men to love women because yeah. men love themselves. Love- <laughs> okay. Like women sit and when you look in the mirror, what do you see? You see every flaw. Mm. This is why men don't make good women. Because when a man looks in the mirror, he's like, I got it going on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's not one woman on the planet who thinks she's got it going on. She's like, wait a second. I got a little wrinkle form in there. I got a little fat deposit there. I got a little, you know. Well, then you see men who trans men. Trans men. Men. Is that when a man's? I get it confused. When a man is trying to be a woman, you look at what they look like and you're like, bro, you don't look like a woman. You're not selling it. You look what you think a woman should look like. You're wearing a costume. Yeah, this is literally a costume. 
Well, when Dave Chappelle said it, and I've been thinking it for decades, it's blackface to me. Oh, yeah. When I see that. It is. I'm like, it is such, it's it offensive. Is. Like, I'm offended that you're trying, you think I look like that. Yeah, that's what you think I act like. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, it just, I could... A woman's not a feeling. A woman's not a costume. Right. A woman is who God's made her but to it's, be. But it's, we, as a, as a society, we're trying to get women to be the man figure. Yeah. So men are literally transforming themselves into the woman figure. Right. And they're still doing it better than us. They're women of the year. <laughs> they're trans oh women gosh. of the year. When is the and last like, time a woman of the year was an actual woman? I don't know. It's been a couple years at least. So it's kind of, it's just a spit in the face it's of women. It's an affront. It's offensive. And it is, I, 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 I'm not a highly offensive offendable person i don't right. you can do whatever you want and it's not offensive as like i hate you for doing that it's like it's offensive to me that you're buying into the demon that's yeah, telling you that it's okay thing. for you like it hurts my soul that someone didn't love their like how they were made mm -hmm. and they hate themselves so much that they have to try to pretend to be what i am right it's it's demonic 100 percent it yeah um, and then single moms, that kind of goes back up to the welfare thing, mm -hmm. but they, they, the government helps you do it without a father figure. Right. But then look at the rise of violence and look at the decline of education and, um, things like that. All of those things you don't necessarily find statistically from two, two parent households mm -hmm. where the father is like active mm -hmm. in the family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a reason they want the father out of the home is because people are more controllable that way. Yep. Well, financially mm -hmm. and, you know, socioeconomically and just as far as thinking wise, too. Mm -hmm. If you don't have another person to be your sounding board, that's also a lot of it, too. Mm -hmm. It's like with marriage. I've been married for almost 11 years, so I feel like I have a pretty good <laughs> grasp on what it is. Um, it's really good to have a man and a woman, they think so differently. Yeah. So when you come together and you talk about stuff, Jared and I were actually kind of talking a little bit about this last night, um, is that we can come together and we bring both of our sides. Yeah. And then we can come to a conclusion about the situation. Right. Instead of when you have one person used to deciding what their will is right yeah. every time, then that makes you a narcissist, like uh -huh. we were talking about, makes you very self-centered, makes you think that you you are the only one who can do it the right way. But it's when you have to work in a team environment, right? it makes you where you are not always right. And the other person... And you actually grow that way. You like grow you, that you way. can't grow when you, it's my way or the highway. No. You no. know? Like, look at it. Every... you're going to destroy yourselves. Can we talk about that? Oh, if it's my gosh, way or the highway. Yeah. So... Well, and like, look at every dictator throughout history. They were nothing more than like a an adult version of a five-year-old brat. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, there's no growth power. there. Yeah. <laughs> they just had a lot of power in the military. So... You want to talk about climate change? Yeah. So, climate, climate change, change is part of, it is part of Marxism because of the whole evolutionary theory and the fact that, like, man is destroying the pl planet because of capitalism. Yeah, there's too much production and it's hurting the environment. And so, the uh, Agenda 2030, if you don't know it, you need to look it up. Mm -hmm. There's another one, like, 
Agenda 20, uh, 21. 21. Mm-hmm. It's another one. So, um, part of their, I literally found, it's the worldeconomicforum.org is talking about it. I was reading it. I thought it was satire because of the way they were talking about mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, this there's sounds... no way that someone actually believes right. this, what they're saying. So they have a, there's, there's many different, I guess, points to do yeah. with it, but, um, one of the main ones with climate change and stuff is leave no one behind. Zero poverty, hunger, preventable child deaths, AIDS, tuberculosis, malaria, discrimination against women and children, and human trafficking. And when I think about that, I'm like, you're not doing any of those things. You're doing the opposite. <laughs> right. You're literally doing all of those you're things. So why should stuff about child trafficking? Yeah. You're discriminating women. You're not by allowed to say men say that they're women. You're not allowed to say groomer anymore. You can't say groomer. You have to protect the child traffickers. You're hurting children by exposing them to all this hypersexualization, mm-hmm. malaria, TB, and AIDS. I mean, you're you you. Promote Pride Month, right? Promote and then Pride you say Month. that monkeypox is spread with gay sex, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm listening to you talk, okay? Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just listening to them talk. It must be so nice to get to say a point, yes. and then move on and not think about what you just said at all, exactly. and get to say the opposite in the next breath. Yeah. How just you're and then nonsense. to tell people that that's not what you said, right? They just get the they heard it wrong. You. Yeah. You didn't have enough context, right? That's yeah, you don't have enough context. Um, and zero poverty is also, which they're just gobbling up all, all this they're going right? to do is just kill the poor people. That's all China does. Have you seen, this is a complete tangent, but have you seen where Canada has made it okay for, they have um, euthanized, euthanization, euthanized. Why can I not talk? What is wrong with me? Um, They have, I guess, selected. You can decide to kill yourself pretty much. Yes. Suicide. I had a friend from Canada send me the guy on a call to the place, and you push the buttons for the different, and they're like, for um, euthanasia, press five. Like, what? Yeah. And now it's not just for like calling the hospital. Well, it's not even just people who have terminal illnesses and things like that. It's people with like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. Yep. I know. Um, and then the, another thing they say that's important is risk and being risk informed. So reduction of management of risk for degradation, pandemics, financial shocks, and conflict and war. So they're, trying to be more prepared expecting these things to happen mm-hmm. so that you can properly be prepared for when they do happen but then when you do prepare right they come to your home and take your guns right well it's it's more <laughs> also in government too they want the right. governments to be more they want which, the government to be prepared to be prepared not you but they personally. want the government be to be prepared in a way that benefits the government right. not its citizens Right. Again, sustainability doesn't mean you. You, it, it means, means them. them. <laughs> right. Um, electric cars. We can talk about electric cars being part of climate change because they say that the emissions are killing the ozone layer, layer and heating things up. Um, Do you know it takes more fossil fuel to charge an electric car? Or create the battery, too. Between right. the battery and charging it. Because but like, like unless you have a nuclear power p- plant in town, your electricity comes from, from fossil, fossil fuels. fuels. 
And if your car breaks down, you have to have a generator come that runs on gasoline. And like and you saw that receipt, you saw that receipt oh, yeah. of was, like, do you think that was a, real? I don't know. There was a phone number on there. I thought about calling them. Yeah. For that. But like batteries cost almost the same price as a car. It was like $29,000 to replace one yeah. battery in this electric car. Ridiculous. Between the labor and the, which yeah. I haven't, I, I did a little bit of research because I was just curious, like it was a couple months ago about Tesla. And mm-hmm. each car has like six batteries or something. Okay. And each of the batteries is like four grand to replace. And where does it go? The battery. When you recycle a battery, battery yeah. they don't break down. They it, they just put it in a landfill. It's like plastic it's, straws or like paper masks. Right. <laughs> or the the um the windmills. Oh, the windmills, yeah. Yeah, the blades. Did you see that one where they're like making windmills out of some like plastic that then they can recycle and turn into gummy bears? Oh, yeah, I did see that. I was like, no, thank you. Um, There was another thing about electric cars, but it's gone out of my brain now. Um, So you had a. They're trying to do away with fossil fuels, which literally heats your house, runs your car, makes plastic products, makes um, it. They have to have fossil fuels to make these batteries because they have to have trucks that mine for the lithium. That right. it's there is a never-ending story. So literally, I was listening to this interview with Peter Tickton, who is like, uh, he's an attorney assigned to investigating Hillary Clinton for Donald Trump. Anyways, he was talking about this whole like World Economic Forum sustainability, specifically with fossil fuels, and he said, "Do you not realize?" that the only way that we can maintain a population that's approaching 8 billion is if we have fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason that they want to get rid of fossil fuels is because you can't sustain that many people right. on electric stuff. No. Mm-hmm. So it, it like included in that is depopulation. Like you can infer there's depopulation. Right. You're going to have to decrease the number of people if you want to get rid of the fossil fuels. Because that's the only way to sustain this many mm. people on this planet. The guys. So I thought that was interesting. Five hundred million. Yeah, right. That is interesting. Which it's the, it's the, um, the part that's not talked about, right? The quiet. Yeah. The quiet part out loud. Yeah. All right. Another important thing that has been happening is um, the past couple of years is. Antifa and BLM riots, and if you're not really paying attention or clued in, you think that these are just like the same as um, every other protest or whatever, that uh, these people are just upset with being downtrodden and they're fighting against fascism, but it's not, okay? It is Marxist because there's a very strong Marxist belief that in order to achieve utopia, you have to constantly have spontaneous revolution But this is why, this is just an example of why Marxists are living in like this fictional dream world that's not reality because none of these revolutions are spontaneous. They're literally being funded by George Soros. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like there's literally videos of Antifa members after they do their riot or whatever, yelling and chanting, George Soros, where's my money? Well, and you see like, job postings, too, and you see job stuff. postings on like Craigslist and stuff. We need some um, uh, members to come and protest and dress in black and hoodies and blah blah blah. 
But um, one of I watched a documentary by Millennial Millie mm -hmm. like a year or two ago where she was did a whole documentary on the Sunrise Movement, mm -hmm. which was this what parents thought they were sending their kids away to summer camp, but it wasn't. It was like this kind of boot camp for um, like AOC and some of these other like militant. They, like they went and they would teach them how to how how to take down a city bus or what? how to make a pipe bomb what yeah it's crazy it's called this look look it up on uh, millennial millie sunrise movement it's pretty crazy but like antifa draws some of their crowd from that like especially the more militant ones but anyways this whole Young idea that like very impressionable you know ones. like and if you're in college or something they'll be like oh antifa they're just doing spontaneous revolution because they're devout marxists it's n there's nothing spontaneous about it it's all pre-planned and they're all paid Follow the money, yeah. right? Follow the money. You they have are to have being money to paid. do this stuff. There's no yeah. way that like they'll talk about proud. You can talk all you want about proud boys. They're not getting a dime. They're just trying to. Maybe they're good. They're bad, you know. But they're not getting money. Antifa's getting money. They're getting paid. Well, BLM, you know, yeah. too is attached to that, and we've seen where that's gone. Yeah, it's not going to the black communities. <laughs> it's going. It's to... going to a black life. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So abortion is, we kind of briefly talked about it, but abortion is a very integral part too because they want you to have this philosophy that um, it, it also ties into my next point, which is like the new age and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They want you to have autonomy over your body regardless whatever you want to do. So you're they want you to think you're God, and if you're God, you can kill a human being, and it Mm -hmm. You get to be fine with it. There's also spiritual ramifications for killing. It's also a satanic ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Killing human beings, which opens you up to a lot of it's. Yeah. Okay. It is a whole thing with abortion. But the reason it's important with Marxism is because they it, it enforces the idea of class systems. Right. Because they, they it has a lot to do with eugenics. They want to kill certain races of people. That's why a lot of these Planned Parenthoods they are in more black neighborhoods majority neighborhoods low-income neighborhoods and margaret sanger the yeah margaret she sanger she was the she was a big proponent for eugenics and she actually was one of the the reason planned parenthood founded yeah but she even says in one of her books like we don't want this to get out but part of the reason we're starting this abortion is to lower the black community. You want to like talk about to, racism? Yeah, right. She was literally she the most racist. Blacks and Jews, but I think. yet it's my body, my choice, and it's not a human being. But right. it's kind of like how they put. There's a lot of liquor stores, yeah, and stuff like that in, in low poor, income areas. Yeah. They want to give access to things to people that one they want, right. you know, access to it, but, but also it does not improve their lives or make it hard for them to make these decisions. Right. If it makes it harder on someone to do it, they're probably not going to do it. Like people are lazy. Like we were talking about. And, um, just lazy. I just know from living in Korea and being to ch in China and stuff, like you can buy cigarettes are like super easy to buy mm. and they're cheap. And part of that is because if you're smoking, you're less likely to carry a baby to term. So it's almost like an abortive oh. thing right there. And they had a one-child law. Policy, yeah, up until 2015, yep. Mm -hmm. 
which is wild. Mm -hmm. You know what's really wild is when you teach a bunch of them, yeah. and they're now turn a bunch of them are now turning seven, oh. and you're like, oh my gosh, they wouldn't have even been alive. It's because you had another sibling, and yeah. now you're allowed to be born. Wow, it sucks. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, also, it's, it's great that they're born. Yeah. Also, the Georgia sucks. Guidestones also talks about five hundred million, and that is a way if we're killing people. I mean, what since Roe versus Wade, they've estimated what over six million people mm -hmm. have been killed. Yeah. So you talk about a genocide. Right. That's one. Right. Like that's one way to uh, to get rid of the low class. Then you don't even have to worry about the the lower class. You yeah. just worry about the middle class right. rising up. Uh-huh. And or workers and they stop unite. sucking off of the yeah. welfare system. Yeah. Right. Um, also, a one world religion, which kind of ties in with new age practices too, because they think there's many many paths to God. And they think that you, um, you are God, that you can manifest, that you have to find the light within you. You know, mm -hmm. it's all about introspection and you and enlightening. It has nothing to do with being glorifying the creator, God, which mm -hmm. is Yahweh, because he died for you, because he, right. you know, there's no sacrificial thing that's happened to cover you. It's just you have you are in control of everything. Mm -hmm. So Alice Bailey, we'll we'll have to we keep saying this. We'll have to do another separate video mm -hmm. about the new age because there's a lot of different players and lots of people that are involved in pressing this stuff forward. But Alice Bailey, she had a 10 point um way a, a 10 point plan of how to influence and how to pretty much get a, get rid of the Judeo-Christian values, which is what our country was founded on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So there's a lot, like, I'm not going to name them all, but there's a lot. Take God and prayer out of the education system. Reduce parental authority over their children. It takes mm -hmm. a village, right? We talked about that. Um, destroy the Judeo-Christian traditional family structure. Mm -hmm. We talked about that, too, as far as, you know, single moms and welfare and stuff like that there's also a lot of other things they they just want it to if they can get through and a lot of these points have already been done actually most of them have been done actually all of them i think have been done to this point mm -hmm. when you really look at it so they're trying to get christian christianity on its way out right moral the morality that comes along with that that was designed by a creator god and that's Yahweh kind of, like, is on its way out. Karl Marx like is the one who said that like religion is the opiate of the masses. And mm -hmm. he's specifically talking about Christianity because mm -hmm. there's a hope in it. Right. And like so people don't live for the materialistic worldview because they know that even if they're poor in this life, yeah. if they trust God, that God has a home in heaven for right. them. So he said, Oh, that's the opiate of the masses. So let's get rid of religion. Well, you can't get rid of religion. Uh, of faith faith yeah because we're made to have faith so mm -hmm. that's where this new age comes in yeah at like Replaces the that. upper echelons want us to be under a one world religion the end times in Re book of revelation talk about that so mm -hmm. yeah like that's the direct marxist tie-in right. which is which, when you take away us one faith you're gonna have to replace it with another one right well because people inherently have that yeah. need you have you have that need yeah. but you Trust also talk science. about narcissism and stuff like that mm -hmm. 
And that goes along with new age because you're God. Right. You know, you manifest. You do, you know, you are the one that ultimately decides what your fate is and that kind of thing. And especially if in the Marxist view is if you've ever been oppressed, now it's your turn to right. be the oppressor. Right. You know? Yeah. Because you, you have to advance your way up the yeah. system, right? It's kind of what they want. It's an MLM. Keep tearing it down it's and <laughs> do it over and tear it down and do it it's over. It's a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Oh, pyramid. Um, also, Chris Long, this is just one little thing. I had never heard of this. Mm -hmm. um, just had. But it's a mixture of Christianity and Islam. They're trying to have this coexist type of situation, mm -hmm. which in turn leads to the one world religion there's there's being uh they're trying to they're actually there's in abu dhabi this year they're supposed to finish a mosque slash church yeah for this religion mm -hmm. which they must not be like jihadists <laughs> because jihadists would kill christians well, like see, i don't really understand how that fits together but, see that's like the whole thing of marxism too is you sell it with the ideal side yeah and then once you get people on board then that's when you genocide all the people you don't mm -hmm. want right i mean that's how marxism has you been applied in, in every country yeah. that has yeah. you know look at mao look at stalin look at all of them right it's like hey let's all just be in this really nice that's what animal animal farm was written did you ever read that book where it's like all animals are equal and so then all the animals are like oh we're all equal and then it's some animals are more equal than others Mm. oh okay well i mean yeah. it happened with hitler right yeah he was right. coming in to bring peace and if it sounds good it's wrong it's probably a trap <laughs> yeah. it's a trap like it's star wars trap. you know like, if it if it sounds good and you don't have to invest anything in it it's it's a trap like you have to you invest should always in invest in something you you want to do that yeah it has invest value in the then. right thing yeah right Okay, so this is just really quick. Okay, so you know how people say trust the science and then the science changes. You know, oh, well, we just didn't have as much information. So now the science has changed. Or this whole thing of like, we, you look at Merriam-Webster nowadays and depending on the day it is, the it's definition a of a word is completely different. And so like, if you're just like a normal human being going about your life, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. But if you're a Marxist, this makes total sense because in Marxists, they believe in this, uh, this, this concept of dialectics, which means that every system, every rela relationship has contradictions inherent within it. And so therefore, um, nothing is ever absolute. Okay, so that's why you have like Jean-Pierre and Jen Psaki, and they can get up there and just lie to your face and be like, we're not in a recession, even though we totally are, you know, <laughs> it's because they can change the definition well, like because saying, they're trained to wear Marxists. a mask. You don't need to wear a mask. You, you need to wear right. a mask. Yeah, you don't need to wear a mask. Like it's like right. back and forth. So you're a normal human being. You go, this doesn't make any sense. What they but say they, in the moment's true. But they are intellectual. See, oh, they're the me. smart experts because they've got degrees and stuff. And that's why you're dumb and they're really smart and they can keep gaslighting. And that's spirit stuff of education. Because they're Marxists. And they're allowed to do that because of that whole thing of dialectics. Oh, so, wow. Just because you say it means it's true in the moment. Yeah, I my said truth. it and I'm the expert. You know, my truth. It's like, and, no, it's, there's the yeah. truth. 
like I'm the absolute authority on truth, so therefore I can oh. say whatever I want oh, to say okay. because right. I I understand Mark. Like that's the whole thing about Marxism too is like you listen to it and after a while you are so bored because it's so detailed. And in my head I'm thinking, you know what? This doesn't make it true just because you make a bunch of details. Do you realize how many fictional books are like thousands of pages long? Tolkien it's had languages and stuff. Yeah, it's a fiction. <laughs> it's not it real. is literally made up. And you're. I'm sorry if you have a degree in Marxism. You wasted your time. I hate to tell you. Well, if you have a degree in a lot of stuff, you wasted your time. Yeah, there's all Let's kinds of things that are made up. Like there's this whole thing about like changing your pronouns and having to like explain the details as to why you are a certain sexual orientation and all this stuff it's like it's fiction it's all fiction but people will talk about it in great detail and the more detail they have the more the simple-minded go oh that you they just, have a point you just get lost they don't have a details. point yeah you just get lost it's all like, nonsense it's when the you emperor's really new clothes yes. the emperor is naked exactly and you think you're smart because you can explain why he's wearing something that's all it is yep oh. wow oh the end I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you want to do the next one? Oh, um, so education. Nope, just kidding. Feminism. Well, we kind of talked about feminism, but I just, sorry, I, like I wrote this one, so I was just going to yeah, show, yeah, summarize yeah. it really quick. Um, so the idea, in Marxist ideal behind feminism is that women are victims of this patriarchy. But you'll oh, also like notice such a there's a dialectic with feminism too that there's all these contradictions within it so we have to keep spontaneously revolutionizing it tearing it down and putting in all one. these feminists so heard who re of were like, raised in multi-million dollar houses yeah, and their right. dad pays for their they Mercedes have nothing better to do so and to get their starbucks and yeah. their nails done they're so oppressed and so right. victimized but you know like if you really study feminism and its origins it was all started by men yeah. Anyways, so, <laughs> there are different waves of feminism. So the first wave kind of started at the end of 1800s to the 1920s. And this philosophy was that you can do what a man does. This was during the time of the suffragettes and like women should have equal standing to men in voting terms, which is a whole, we can debate whether that was good or bad. But those kind of lasted until the 1920s. Then from the 20s to the 80s was the second wave. And this was that whole like, I am woman, hear me roar. Like a woman needs a bra. man, like a fish needs a bicycle. You don't need a man, girl. You can do it yourself. Then in like the 90s up until just kind of recently, it's like you can be as slutty and or like a total basket case. You could be like manipulative. You could be a horrible woman. But as long as you're pretty, like, um, or even if you're not pretty, you can be but ugly and men have to treat you like you're a princess that's like the third wave of feminism is like i if i want to wear a dress and i want my boobs hanging out or whatever how dare you look at me if i want to sleep I, around yeah and if look i want to like sleep around i still deserve a stable prince charming and in the end i did see a video where a girl was like taking slut as like a compliment yeah, right. You start wearing these things as a badge. It's like, I'm Like, it's not whore. my responsibility that my butt's hanging out, my boobs are hanging out, that a guy tried to rape me. Yeah. It's he, like, how dare bruh, you try maybe to you rape should me. protect yourself a little bit more and yeah. not dress like that. Do you not see how that is, like, Asking literally you're for trying it. to destroy yourself? Yeah. Like, you're now destroying yourself. Right. And then the fourth wave it's of It's like feminism. covering yourself in blood and then jumping into the ocean where yeah. there's sharks. And then being like, how dare the <laughs> like, shark eat me? How dare the shark eat me? Don't you can't 
bite me shark right but you like, don't like food i don't want it's to like, have well, any class or any standards can be but disgusting. i want a man to treat me as though i i can be that. disgusting but i should be treated like a queen right yeah, it's like this right. whole thing about being a queen right well now the fourth wave of feminism and you can argue these waves that i'm delineating but now men can be women we've come full circle so now feminism really it's run its course it's over because men can be women well men gave us the right to vote <laughs> you know what i mean know. so it's like there's that thank you thing. Men. <laughs> so we've come right. full circle right now they're just it's men. just it's a game and they're women. better men than women than men they're men are better women than women are because they're women of the year i know have I you ever that. been up for woman of the year no okay and i've been a woman my entire my entire 31 years i've been a woman <laughs> nothing to show for it nothing to show for it you know you, you know what though too i the i'm like clothes never fit i feel like when you go to buy clothes they want you to be shaped like a man with boobs yeah don't they you do. feel like that because men make clothes most of the time i know it's it's anyways you can't win for losing anyways it's women, twiggy too twiggy yeah twiggy. made men, women but, skinny yeah so like feminism is a trap ladies like trap. read the bible that's what you need to know about women right and it is liberating i was never a feminist in that way you know yeah i actually when people are like this is gonna make me sound real bad but when people are like women own women buy, i'm like ugh. <laughs> women what when like businesses are like oh this is a woman oh, women owned, owned women blah blah and i'm, I'm like, like, yeah. I'm like let me just go i'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go somewhere. buy something else just because you're probably I, gonna make me wear a mask right well it's kind of like who it's cares kinda, i don't care i don't i don't, I don't care, care what political affiliation i don't care if you support all these alphabets did i don't you, care anything about did you see that video where the guy's like if you have good stuff you have good stuff right if it's a good keep stuff, it to yourself right. i don't walk around saying i'm a christian i'm a like every second of the day Do you support me i'm a christian right yeah like this this guy made a video he was like um like the question was i'm gay do you support me he's like no i don't support you i'm heterosexual do you support me <laughs> how about just like i don't need to support you how about just go about your life be gay i'll be straight and we don't need to like i don't support need validation it. yeah for why do we second. need validation go ahead so Next. another big thing which we kind of talked about education a little bit didn't mm -hmm. we when we talked about the family yeah. structure and stuff. well it is marxist and socialist to have public school and your taxes going to pay for right. education that was actually a socialist um that is socialism right there so being a product people don't think about it because yeah, it's normal now, it's normal but now. it is being school used to be private yeah you know right. you you used to have like a school well this was when places were small but mm -hmm. you had schools and then they would be very they would literally teach you the things you needed to know and it didn't go up to like 12th grade right you went to school until you, you were like trade. 10 yeah and then you started working in your family business or going to work on the railroad or you know whatever yeah, yeah there was things you worked at mm -hmm. a certain age mm -hmm. you didn't education wasn't considered to be so important as it is now because you had to society had to run regardless if you went to school or not which is important but why because people are dumber yeah. than they've ever been dumber than the, like that video man i know so dumb 
So it's just another way to funnel money. That's really all. Yeah, it is. I mean it's all a racket. <laughs> it's just a money laundering scheme, just like so, everything else. So, uh, critical race theory, which deserves a whole hour on itself, but it pretty much says white people bad, mm-hmm. people of color good. That because if, they're oppressed. It, it, yeah. they're oppre- it flips racism because they believe there will always be racism and that always will keep you down. Just like right. you were talking about with the Marxist thing is that you there's never hope that you will get out of whatever circumstance right. you're in. And because you're there, white people are always going to oppress you and you're always going to be lower than them regardless of what you do. Which I'm 45% Scottish. My people have been held down for 900 years. <laughs> My mom, my mom. I mean, I'm. I don't know what percentage Scottish I am, but my mom is Irish. And can we talk about the Irish and how they were oppressed? Oh my god! No, you can't. By the way, because I'm actually I'm white. So, so um, CRT bad. Mm, Yeah, right. Makes you hate people. That's pretty much what they want. Yeah. Uh, State run. It also helps keep the state-run propaganda machine going yeah because you teach them all the indoctrination when you go to school they don't teach you anything that no. you need to know you dissect a frog right you learn about trigonometry which is only important if you're going to go to like be an engineer or something if you're going to go be a trig right or and you study turn the, in trigs turn <laughs> just kidding <laughs> and you also study this uh, history that is a lie most of it it's um, not even true it's right. twisted around mm-hmm. and then you learn about science that's ever changing it's just a theory trust the science trust the so science. they constantly are telling you things they don't teach you how to get a loan for a house they don't teach which is another thing that they don't teach you how the whole to loan credit system is a disaster start a business. they don't teach you how to start a business they don't teach you how, how to, to build a house how, that would be a really good skill it would be a skill or even to cook or clean for how yourself to how to change a tire they don't, they don't preserve teach you, food. Yeah, they don't teach food. you any of the things that are actually going to be important. Yeah. And then let you focus on a speciality. Right. Um, which I, there is, everyone le- can learn to, re- and that was the problem, is when parents in home, the home stopped teaching you how mm-hmm. to learn how to read and write and those kind of things, because you had to have two parents away from the home to be able to support your family mm-hmm. because you have to have this American dream where you own a house and car, 2.5 kids, whatever, mm-hmm. which is a disaster of a thing. Let's be honest. We're, you're, you're relying on a system that is, will continue to fail you. It is never meant for you to succeed. Mm-hmm. You're trying to fight this ladder of succession and it's not real. It's yeah. not real. And then when you do get to the top, and let's say you do have a business that's worth millions, and you do have a million-dollar house on the lake, and you have all these cars and boats and stuff like that, you're a slave to that. Yeah. But we we got away from, and it has to do with the Judeo-Christian values too, is like you, your master is not, this world and that's what they're just doing to you Mm -hmm. is trying to make the world your master yeah so which it teaches you that it's just pretty much a keeping up scheme you got to keep up with other people that's what you learn in school being Mm -hmm. in public school that's what it was important to look like the world and that is not the case right so that is another one that is really big yeah and that they have used to indoctrinate your children is public education right yeah so see what your kids are doing for homework be yeah, involved in, be involved in it. If you can't afford to to homeschool them yeah. or whatever, right. um, 
pay attention to what they're bringing home and pay attention to like how they're speaking and stuff too. Yeah. That's really important because I feel like they pick up so much from what other, words are they yeah. using to talk about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of this is kind of the mouthpiece is me through media. Mm-hmm. If they're not get you know, cause you could have homeschooled kids, but if they're watching TV too much, yeah, you know, the media, social media, the news, Hollywood, mm-hmm. it's all used as the propaganda machine. Yeah. It used to, to just be like the newspaper, right? Yeah. That they would print, print papers and that would be what would tell you what's you need to think about. Right. But now it's comes from every side. Even our entertainment is so full of agendas. It's almost exhausting to even. Yeah. Watch it. You know, you can't even just. But if you're aware of what they're trying to do. Yeah. Then it won't have effect on you. I I heard that like um, one of those trauma-based mind control survivors on Dan Duval was talking about mm-hmm. that. Where he was like, when you understand that you're being traumatized and what they're using it for, it doesn't have an effect. Right. That's why you need to be aware of these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You know. Yep. Because it's a spell, technically, you know, kind of thing that you're under. Broadcasting. Yeah, right. Casting. In a broad way. Television programming. (laughs) We're going to do that sometime. Yeah, we we got to talk about how words have meaning. Mm -hmm. So, a little bit of hope. (laughs) Yeah. So, for what's happening, yeah, we're going to wrap it up with a couple Bible verses that are really... I think that they help, as a Christian, they help you understand how to break out of the system Mm -hmm. and to really understand that this is not important, Mm -hmm. really, because God has a victory regardless of what they try to do. But what side are you going to be on? You know, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. You can't be going along with the world and still saying that you serve God. No. Yeah. It it looks different. Yeah. You have to look different now. Mm -hmm. We had 100 years of looking the same. Right. But... So, uh, John four twenty four, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So that harkens back to just talking about how everything's about um, materialism mm-hmm. and that it's important to have material goods, and that's what sets you apart and makes you important in the scheme of everything mm-hmm. when it comes to Marxism. So, but we worship God in spirit mm-hmm. and truth. Our, our jewels are not here. They're in heaven. Mm-hmm. So it gives you hope to kind of understand right. that what you're, you have to take care of your family and stuff, but you don't have to be so keeping up with the Joneses type of situation. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you can't have things you enjoy in life too. Mm-hmm. That, I mean. But just don't derive your sense worth. of worth and identity in them. Right. Um, laziness is also a thing with Marxism is they want you to rely on the system. We talked about welfare and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So second Thessalonians three ten. for even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. The one who is unwilling to work shall not eat, which Jess mentioned this earlier Mm -hmm. about. It sounds real mean to like our passive modern minds to be like, Oh, poor people deserve to eat. No, they don't actually like. God says if you're going to be lazy and you don't want to work, you shouldn't eat. Exactly. Because God wants you to work. Right. Not work for the man, but he wants you to have, you, you, 
it's you, good you for in, you. Yeah, you fall into <laughs> depression when you don't work. Yeah, it's good for you. Know? you. And also, um, we there's hope in the in the fact that even though we have struggle struggles and we we have to strive a lot in this life that John 16 3 I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world that you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world so yeah like with Marxism and stuff the entire thing is based on the fact that everything's based on class and and over and struggles okay but got and you know somehow like eventually we'll achieve utopia through all this struggling 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 and like capitalism causes all this struggle and all this trouble and it's so evil and jesus is like you know what the poor you'll have with you always this world has is Mm -hmm. i'm telling you there's going to be struggles in this life it's not going to be easy if the government's telling you follow this easy path it's it's like pinocchio (laughs) it's like pinocchio the the island of foolish boys or whatever they all turn into donkeys because they're like oh "Oh, come here and you don't ever have to work you can just have fun all the time and then they all turn into donkeys did you ever hear that story i did but yeah well he's just leading you into a trap of like follow the path of least resistance there's no struggles over here and jesus is like no 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 there's going to be struggles in this life but don't worry because i've overcome the world how do you trap a mouse yeah you entice them with cheese or peanut butter or peanut on butter on a sticky trap and then they did every trap has a little enticement in it right? <laughs> right yeah and it's like the bear doesn't have to uh kill his own rabbit oh look there's a dead rabbit right yeah. there I, i'll just go for that that's right. easy and then it's and shot then, and killed. now it's a pelt on the floor in someone's now living it's a room pelt. My husband, uh, my yeah, taxidermy. right. Yeah, he loves a taxidermy. <laughs> so we wanted to encourage y'all a little bit with this Marxism stuff. It is here mm-hmm. and it's happening, and it's not a myth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's but you don't have to be subject to it. Right. You live in. We live on this world, but we don't. We are not of this world. And you don't have to feel like you need to go along with it just because you have some kind of intellectual family member who's like, well, Bernie Sanders is the best, blah, blah, blah. If Bernie Sanders actually had any values, he would have stood up against Hillary Clinton in 2016 as the um, candidate. Right. But he just kind of conceded and bent over because he doesn't have any values. It's better to have values that govern you than just little talking points. That don't hold water. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. There's no substance. You know. To that. But we hope that, which, I mean, also we need to talk about, we are going to be going on a trip. Yeah. Um, Not next week, but the next week after that we'll be in on location. Well, we're leaving next week. No, I know. But, but podcast yeah. wise. So we don't really know what's happening with the podcast for the next, it will be gone for three weeks. So mm-hmm. we're not real sure what's, what we're doing with that. So the next month is, is going to be a little touch and go. Yeah. Um, of course we'll post it and stuff like that. It may not be long. It may just be some highlights from our trip or something like that. It may not be topic centered. So we'll just have to see. We'll just see. But we want we wanted to inform y'all, and make sure you don't think we just disappeared or something, which that could happen. That could happen too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are not suicidal. We are not suicidal. 
Yeah. But, but we, next week we will have one. Yeah. It'll probably be short. It'll be so. probably a short one because we got things to do. Yeah, things to get ready. Packed. But we hope that y'all like this and we hope yeah. you enjoy it and we hope it informed you some and keep your eyes open. There's hope. There's hope. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we hope And don't get took. Don't get took. We hope y'all have a good week. Bye-bye. Catch you next time.